Blog Talk Radio. And let me tell you, first of all, if you have a question or comment, the call-in number is 347-945-5309. We've got a very interesting story for you today, or a group of stories, about people who um, discovered the gifts in their adversity. I know a lot of people are going through very difficult times right now. There's a lot of cleansing and purging going on on our planet at this time, both at the macro and the micro level. It's happening to governments. It's happening to the planet. It's happening to individuals. And anything that doesn't fit the new energy that we are moving into is being brought up to be healed and released. And... Um, So there are a lot of difficulties, or what we are perceiving as difficulties facing people at this time. And so uh, I'd like to give you some examples from the lives of people that I know who who found positive outcomes to their uh, adversity. And we're going to be talking about some difficult and some not-so-difficult issues that came up for people over years, over the years, and... um, Here's an example of a little thing. And if you look for these things in your life, um, when something comes up and you go, oh, I didn't want that to happen, take a look at if there's a gift in it, because most of the time there is. A friend of mine who has a metaphysical magazine here in Houston that's published and distributed statewide, her name is Ginger, and the magazine, if you're interested, is also online. It's called Indigo Sun. And her website's indigosun.com. She forgot to put my ad in and called me a couple of days ago and said, oh, I'm so upset I forgot to put your ad in because I had changed the ad and she'd sent it to me for approval and then forgot to print it out. And boy, that doesn't happen to her very often. She's really on her game all the time. So she was upset. I wasn't really. But we got to talking. And uh, as a result of her needing to make that phone call, I learned some very interesting things one of which was a very um, powerful and simple um, internal cleanse technique that uh, Edgar Cayce channeled back when he was doing his channeling of healings um, in the 1930s, and it's a three-day apple fast. And so now I'm doing, I've been feeling guided to do a juice fast, but I wasn't really sure which one to do, so now I'm doing this three-day apple fast that, um, cleanses all the organs of the body and the blood. So I'm real excited about that, and I was very happy that she had called. So there was one gift, and the other gift was she told me about a new series that's kind of a sleeper on TV on the AMC channel, of all things, called Mad Men, and it's about the 60s before feminism. 
And so I'm going to go check out the um, first season. She said, be sure and take them in sequence and uh, watch that. Because I know a lot of people who are under the age of, say, 45, don't have a clue what life was like for women before feminism. And additionally, it's just supposed to be a really one of those addictive, riveting um, shows. So those were two positive things that came out of a small thing, like her forgetting to put the ad in. So I was really happy about that. And then there are the big things, you know, the big things. Like um, a man came into my um, office slash shop. I had a metaphysical shop and bookstore for about 10 years, and I did healing work out of the back. Uh, There's a room in the back. A man came in right after the Enron debacle. I don't know. I'm sure everyone remembers when Enron crashed and burned. It made worldwide news. And he had worked for Arthur Anderson, and he came in and said, I'll I'll never get a job again. I'm so depressed, and it's been like eight months since that whole event happened. He said, we're just pariahs. Nobody will ever hire us again. And I said, oh, gosh, you need some energy medicine. And I convinced him to try to try energy medicine, and, and because he'd been out of work for so long, it gave him a price break on the first few. And his whole life shifted. His whole life shifted because he lost that job. He wound up, over a period of time, having his career morph into doing um, contract work, and then he'd do that for a few months, and then he'd go work on what he's always wanted to do, was being a shaman in the workplace, although he doesn't use that word. He does do um, seminars for people in corporate settings to bring spirituality to the workplace. And so as a result of losing that job and thinking that the, the sky was falling, the world was coming to an end, and going ahead and doing his spiritual work, this man was able to make a dream come true that had really only been you know, on the back burner, a kind of a fantasy before that. But um, he did manage to find the gift in the situation. Sometimes we can look back on something bad that happened to us and say, oh, you know, I guess if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have gone to this place or been in that situation, and then this other thing couldn't have happened, and it all eventually turned out to be really good, but it was because of this really horrible thing that happened. But most people don't think to look back like that, and this is unfortunate because it helps the next time there is some type of adversity that just kind of knocks you off your game um, or flat on your backside. Um, It helps to be able to, in the moment, say, okay, there's going to be a gift in this. Let's watch it unfold and to remember to be in gratitude because that's when the good stuff comes to you is when we're in gratitude. Say, okay, thank you for this lesson and you know, speaking to your higher power, uh, thank you for this lesson and uh, help me to see what it is rather than you know hitting the bottle or running and hiding um, under the bed or you know, feeling sorry for yourself and getting into a funk. If you can look for the lesson or, or the gift, and frequently lessons are gifts, Lessons are gifts. They grow us. They stretch us. They change us. That's how we evolve. So, another example. A friend of mine was abducted and raped by two people, two men. And 
her reaction to it was to go get into therapy. And her husband's reaction was so over the top and unexpected to both of them um, that he also got into therapy. And the long and the short of it was that a couple of years later she confided in me that she was actually glad that it happened because they had both grown and changed so much in therapy and their marriage was so much better and their individual lives were so much better that she was almost grateful that it happened. It doesn't mean she wanted to let those guys out of prison, but she was very happy with the new version of her and herself and her husband. So if that... Um, if that is a possible outcome for such a, a dire experience, then we can all find the good in whatever is happening to us in the moment. Um, it's not as easy right when it's happening until you've done it a few times. Sometimes um, as you get older and you've got experience, you can actually do it in the moment. Aha, a learning experience. So should you lose your job right now, look for um, the positive in it. Do you get to spend more time with your children? Are you able to finish projects around the house that you've been wanting to finish? Are you able to open your own business, start your own consulting business, um, work as a um, a virtual assistant? Um, take a look at what could come out of it this positive because if we sit around and um, just feel sorry for ourselves and yield to depression then we're not getting the gift we're dragging it out I mean eventually we get the gift but do you want it now or do you want it years later here's another example a good friend of mine found out that she had a, a very um, lethal form of cancer. And she went through chemo and radiation. And when they were done, they told her she had about a month to live. And that was three years ago, by the way, and she's still alive. But what happened to her as a result of coming that close to death is that she emerged as a shaman and a healer. In other words, she came so close to death that she brought back with her special healing abilities and special psychic abilities. She was sitting in the garden one day and realized she could hear the plants. She could hear them talking to her inside her head, you know, not like out loud, but she knew what they needed. And um, which one needed more copper in the soil, which one needed more water. And um, so she became much more in touch with the plant kingdom and discovered how much joy she got just from sitting in the garden and tending those plants and planting new ones and allowing a certain area of her backyard just to go wild so that the plant divas would be even happier. Plant divas love it if you just let some part of your your yard, some people call them fairies, um, just let certain parts of your yard go wild and allow the plants to do whatever they want to. Don't manicure them. Don't just tell them they have to be standing in a, a line, you know, in rows of carefully planted things, but just let the plants do what they want to do. Let them just choose where they want to be. 
not only could she um, hear plants and communicate with them, which is a shamanic ability, but she became a very powerful healer in the tarot readings that she does. They took on a greater depth and a greater meaning, and she got a completely different group of clients. They became more evolved spiritually. The people that showed up were a very different group of people who were more spiritually evolved and people she really loved working with and people whose lives she made a huge difference in. Um, And um, the readings were more in-depth, more powerful, more um, comprehensive. And um, all of this is a result of having been that close to death. She also learned a lot about the people around her. She found out who her friends were. She had a group of a group of about five women friends who were there for her day in and day out, doing what they could, bringing what they could to the picture. One of them was a dealer in um, one of those juices, that health juices like Noni juice or something, and she was um, offering that um, for free for healing. And another friend was a jeweler who made a sacred geometry pendant for her that she wore which she felt brought more energy another friend offered um, free energy medicine sessions for a year and um, another friend came over and cleaned house for her her husband worked in the garden when she couldn't Um, she found out new things learned a lot about um who her friends weren't, the people who avoided her when she was sick, who were just too overwhelmed with their own feelings and their own issues to be there for her. And um, this was a very powerful experience for her, knowing and very surprising to her that who was still around and who was still there and who hung in with her no matter how bad things got. And... um, and that was another gift in the situation. She also uh, discovered a lot about her own family. Um, she learned how to pray in a more focused and positive way and feels that that was a big part of her healing as well, that she was able to um, use her own gratitude at every moment that she had to expand that into more and more time on the planet. And she also discovered that um, a positive attitude has a definite effect on one's health. She also realized she did not need a lot of money to be happy. There was no more sense of, you know, we need need X number of dollars each month in order to be okay. She realized that she could be happy with so much so much less than she had been happy with and that she could let go of a lot of things that she'd been hanging on to, antiques and so on. Got her house much cleaner, much simpler, less cluttered. Uh, Sold some antiques. She also discovered that the joy was in small things like the gardening as well as painting. She took up painting and she's just been painting and painting and painting. And um, this brings her incredible joy, and she's completely let go of the whole keeping up with the Joneses thing, whatever amount of that she happened to have. Joy in the tiny things, in the drops of water glistening on a, on a leaf in the morning, uh, the sound of birds singing outside her 
window. Um, the chimney sweeps that nest in her chimney and the delightful sound of their of their twittering up inside the chimney. So her life's completely changed, and I haven't heard her say she's glad she had the experience with the cancer, but I, I suspect that if we asked her, she would say yes. So there's another example of how somebody can uh, have positive experiences that are an outgrowth of um, what most people would consider to be a very, very negative um, experience. Let me remind you that there is a call-in number if you have an experience you would like to share or if you have a question that you would like to ask. Um, The call-in number is 347-945-5309. Okay, here's another example. I was talking to a person recently who had been trying very hard for many years to let go of some anger she had toward a family member that was related to um, the settlement of an estate. She felt like she was shortchanged in the settlement of the, the estate. And it had been many, many years ago, and she still had, no matter how hard she tried, she had not been able to fully let go of the anger. There was just this ball of anger about the whole thing that she just couldn't let go of. And really wanted to because she didn't uh, didn't want to feel this anger anymore, and it just hung on and hung on and hung on um, until something happened and she was in trouble and needed the expertise of the family member that she felt was responsible for her not getting her um, fair share in the settlement of that estate and she reached out to this person and he helped her much to her surprise she really didn't know if he would or not he knew she was angry and um, when he did that she was kind of puzzled and surprised and uh, met with him to get his advice on the matter and felt a little strange and stayed busy the rest of the day and that night when she got ready to fall asleep she couldn't she realized that the anger was gone and she began crying and she cried off and on for about two or three hours and realized that that anger had been held in place that bitterness and resentment was her shield so that she did not have to feel pain and sorrow there was a lot of pain and sorrow that she had not been allowed to um, around the events that led up to the settlement of this particular estate she had not allowed herself to feel that pain and it was easier she realized after she began feeling the pain that it had been easier all those years to hang on to bitterness self-righteousness resentment and anger than to feel that sadness. And that was the gift in the um, issue that came up for which she needed help. The gift in that was that she got to let go not only of her anger, but to recognize that deep hidden well of sorrow that um, 
had been hiding underneath the anger. So, these are some examples from the lives of other people. I know that there are a lot of people out there losing their jobs. Um, and what comes with job loss is a loss of self-esteem and sometimes even the loss of a relationship that puts a lot of pressure on people's marriage or relationship when one person loses a job. Um, and so if you can look for the gift in the situation, if you can look for the lesson, allow yourself to see the gift, or at least look for it. You know, what, what can I do now that I couldn't do before? A lot of people are uh, experiencing illnesses right now or the death of loved ones. And just know that there are gifts in every situation, every situation that comes your way, there are possible lessons. Because after all, we are, we are incarnated in these physical bodies at this particular time. I call the physical body an earth suit. We're incarnated for a reason. People lined up on the other side to be incarnated on the planet at this time because this is a very, very special, momentous time on the planet. We lined up to be here. Let's not fool ourselves for a minute. We wanted to experience this. In all its difficulty and in all its um, harshness, we wanted to be here to go through this time passage that is going to bring about a new era on this planet, a new golden age of humanity. And right now what we're going through is a time when we're purging an awful lot of darkness and it's accelerating. The time is accelerating. If it feels like you've got less time in the day, uh, Rest assured that this is true. You have less time in the day. Time's speeding up. And um, I'm getting ready to open up an email. I got one this morning from Patricia Cotarobles. If you're not aware of her, her website is called eraofpeace.org. And here's how her latest uh, newsletter starts. Hang on, this too shall pass. I know people are going through many challenges at this time, but there is a purpose and a reason for what we are experiencing. We are in the midst of an incredibly intensified cleansing process. Humanity's old, obsolete behavior patterns based in greed, selfishness, corruption, and fear are responsible for the economic collapse being felt all over the world. This distorted level of consciousness is no longer a viable option and it cannot be sustained in the new frequencies of the fifth dimension that are now flooding into the planet. This is true no matter how hard some of the old guard are struggling to hold on to the wealth and power they accumulated through these unscrupulous means. Each and every one of you who is reading these words or hearing these words is intuitively aware of the need of the hour and your part in this unfolding divine plan if that were not the case, your I am presence would not have drawn this information into your sphere of awareness. 
Know that you have been preparing for a very long time to assist humanity in quickly moving through this unprecedented purging process. You already have everything you need within you to accomplish this mighty feat. Listen to the inner promptings of your heart and you will know how you can most effectively participate in the opportunities occurring now on planet Earth. The archetypes for the new Earth have been anchored in the physical plane. These are the templates for the patterns of perfection that will exist on this planet when we complete our ascension into the fifth dimension. The archetypes that are being activated most powerfully at this time are the patterns of God's infinite abundance and eternal peace. The beings of light in the realms of illumined truth have told us that the greatest need of the hour is for humanity to reclaim our divine birthright of God's abundance and eternal peace. Without these aspects of divinity being securely established in all our lives, it will be impossible for the rest of the patterns of perfection for the new earth to be sustained. This is precisely why awakening humanity is being asked to redouble our efforts in this endeavor. We are being called into action, and the time for us to fulfill our purpose and reason for being on earth is now. It is critical that we all stay focused on the bigger picture. What is happening in a very practical and tangible way is that the archetypes for God's infinite abundance and eternal peace are expanding through the physical, etheric, mental, and emotional strata of earth. This is causing everything that conflicts with these patterns of perfection to be pushed to the surface to be healed and transmuted back into light. Any person, place, condition, or thing that is outpicturing the obsolete behavior Patterns of greed, selfishness, corruption, and fear is crumbling away. All we have to do to confirm this fact is watch the news or read a newspaper. There is no destroying energy. We cannot just say cancel, cancel, and eliminate the past. This distorted energy, these human miscreations that have resulted in the shameful and inequitable distribution of wealth on this planet must be transmuted back into light. The only way that this will be accomplished is for humanity, the beings who created the problem in the first place, to invoke the light of God and project it into the surfacing negativity. This is what you can do to help, project the light of God into the negativity. This has to be done powerfully and effectively enough to raise the energy, vibration, and consciousness of these obsolete patterns into the frequencies of God's infinite abundance and eternal peace. And there's more to it, and I'm going to give you her website so you can go and read this if you like. It's, again, era, E-R-A, of peace, P-E-A-C-E, dot O-R-G. And she is a really uh, generous and powerful person who um, goes around the country giving free seminars to people, and you might want to sign up for her newsletter and become aware of when they are in your location. And she actually doesn't go around the United States exclusively. She goes around the world. And um, so that's Patricia Cotarobles. So do your part to project light into every situation. Just project your the light in your heart, We're all born with a spark of the divine in our hearts. Project the light in your heart out to everyone around you and into the negativity that's surfacing. And um, 
we will fulfill our divine mission of raising the frequency on this planet and purging the negativity that's created the problems we have at this time. Blessings to you and goodbye. Thank you for listening.